It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Mackenzie Alexander, you are a Miami Dolphin. The Dolphins signed cornerback Mackenzie Alexander in free agency to help bolster the team's cornerback room after the loss of second-year player Trill Williams due to knee injury. Look at Mackenzie Alexander and a couple other spots on the roster that might need some reinforcements here today on Locked on Dolphins. You are Locked on Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, Dolphins fans? Kyle Krabs, your host here on Locked on Dolphins. Today is Tuesday, August 16th, 2022. Today on the show, the news came through yesterday afternoon. The Dolphins have signed cornerback Mackenzie Alexander, that coming courtesy of agent David Cantor. Uh, and this is a fairly experienced NFL cornerback and the experience that he is going to bring to the Dolphins cornerback room. Those dynamics, we're going to discuss that here today on the show. In addition to who's still left there at offensive tackle, any linebackers that might be of interest, we're going to dive into all that here today on the show. I want to thank you guys for making Locked On Dolphins your first Miami Dolphins listen of the day. I'm your host, Kyle Krabs, lifelong Miami Dolphins fan, director of scouting at thedraftnetwork.com, and uh, ready to dive in here today, starting first and foremost with Mackenzie Alexander, the newest member of the Miami Dolphins. And here's what you need to know about Mackenzie Alexander. This is a former second round selection from University of Clemson. He's played six years in the NFL. This is year number seven. Uh, he was the 50, 54th overall draft selection in the 2016 NFL draft. Uh, and after a slow start, his first two years, fairly uneventful. Uh, he has played over 500 snaps in each of the last four seasons in the NFL. And uh, that's not necessarily what you are signing him with the expectation of you being for your football team, right? When you consider you as the Dolphins, you will have Xavier Howard. You will have Byron Jones. You do have Nick Needham as your primary slot player. You do have Javon Holland, Eric Rowe, and then Brandon Jones. So you've got six defensive backs, ideally, before a player like Mackenzie Alexander would enter into the fray. Uh, but the expectation here for Mackenzie Alexander, I think we need to set very clearly. Uh, the Dolphins have told you what their expectation is for the Byron Jones timeline in the decision to sign Mackenzie Alexander as compared to some of the other options that are available on the market. Agent uh, Rosenhaus uh, apparently went on television at the beginning of the week on Monday and discussed Joe Hayden and said, Joe Hayden's not signing somewhere unless it's to be a third corner or better on your roster and alluded to there being some discussions with the Dolphins. Uh, but eventually that, that conversation came to, unless there's a setback with Byron Jones, uh, Miami's probably not going to be the spot. Well, Mackenzie Alexander, over the course of the past three seasons, here are the snap four. Let's do four seasons. Here's the number of snaps that Mackenzie has taken in the slot versus the outside cornerback position in the last four years. 
2021, member of the Minnesota Vikings. 599 snaps from the slot, 14 at outside corner, 18 at free safety. 2020, 519 snaps in the slot, 47 at outside corner, 5 at free safety. 2019, 468 snaps in the slot, 19 at outside corner, 13 at free safety. 2020 or 2018, 475 snaps from the slot, 26 snaps at outside corner, and seven at free safety. In 2018, 19, and 21, he was a member of the Minnesota Vikings. And in 2020, he was a member of the Cincinnati Bengals. So how has his success been as a player? Last year was the worst season that Mackenzie Alexander has logged over the course of this four-year sample size. He was credited with giving up four touchdowns and a passer rating against of 117.1. It's not great, but consider this. The three seasons before that, his passer rating allowed was 87, 90.2, and 85.6. And across those three seasons, he conceded three combined touchdowns. So this is a reasonably productive NFL player who has made his living throughout his course of his time in the NFL as a slot slash nickel defender. Having this kind of experience as a guy who, if you're going to trust Nick to move outside, if something happens with one of the two outside corners, and Mackenzie Alexander can then slide into the nickel, you can kind of see the domino effect and how these things can impact one another. And I, I like this signing for the Dolphins. And what I, I kind of sneakily like about it is even if Trill Williams uh, was not injured, I still like the idea of having another addition to the corner room with established NFL experience. And it's not the same degree that we saw at edge rusher with Melvin Ingram or at offensive line with Teron Armstead or at wide receiver with Tyreek Hill. Mackenzie Alexander's not that caliber player, but you think about the cornerback room in general and the new faces that were added were coaches and Sam and Pat as your uh, two year critical defensive back assistants. Having another player in the room that you can put out on the field actively who has been in the weeds, I think is a nice maneuver for the Dolphins to be able to ensure that if you have to test your depth, you will have players who are not going to be big-eyed. That moment is not going to be too big for them. And that's not to say that would be the case for Trill Williams, right? But to be honest, Trill Williams played four defensive snaps and 15 special team snaps last year as a rookie. 19 total snaps in the NFL. So to have a player who's played over 500 snaps in each of the last four seasons, to be another player to serve as a depth player, and let's be honest, this is your CB4 right now at best. You know, and that's including Byron Jones returning from the injury, and that's an important note and distinguishment to make. Because if Mackenzie Alexander is your Fourth or fifth best corner, he and Keon Cross, and I think are going to be going back and forth at each other to decide who that ultimately is. You suddenly have a group that can contribute on special teams. You have a group that has plenty of experience, even if they're not established NFL starters. And I think there's plenty of upside with the depth of that group. And then heaven forbid, if Byron Jones does suffer a setback, a player like Joe Hayden or Xavier Rhodes is still out there on the market. 
for you to tap into if you deem that is ultimately necessary. But I think the Dolphins here and now are telling you quite a bit in going after a player like Mackenzie Alexander, knowing full well that his resume is almost exclusively to this point in his NFL career, living in the slot. Before we go any further here on the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Athletic Greens. Our next partner has a product that I use literally every day. I started taking AG1 because I wanted to make sure I felt my best every single day. What is this stuff with one delicious scoop of AG1? You're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole-source superfoods, probiotics, and aptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, aging. What doesn't it really address? It might not help you interpret the tape when you grind the tape, but it does just about everything else. Uh, It's lifestyle-friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free. It contains less than one gram of sugar as well with no GMOs. Uh, so it, it's good for you. It makes you feel good. And they have a special offer for our listeners here on Locked on Dolphins. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition with just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you one free year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NFL network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NFL network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. But today's episode of the show is not just dedicated to Mackenzie Alexander, who is now a member of the Miami Dolphins. Uh, we're also going to talk offensive tackle. We're also going to talk linebacker because as I assessed and ground the tape of the Dolphins' first week of preseason action, it became quite apparent that unless Greg Little is going to be it for you at swing tackle, you're going to need somebody to help. And unless Sam McGuavin or Duke Riley is going to fix some of their uh, challenges as open field tacklers, and I don't think that's the strength of either one of those two players, um, then you might want to reconsider adding another veteran. Or you could just go all in with Channing Tindall, which if that's the decision you choose to make, then hey, Let's get Channing Tindall out on the field and let's do it sooner rather than later so he can collect some of these reps and ready, be ready to go from the start of the season. want to look at those two spots on the roster because with the cornerback position fortified, I was going to come in here and outline a couple of veteran players that are still on the market that might make sense for the Miami Dolphins. We don't got to do that anymore, right? They, they have already beaten us to the punch with their assertiveness in working out a couple of corners, uh, Raleigh Texada was a UDFA from Baylor who also got a workout on Monday. In addition to Mackenzie Alexander, they, they went after the guy with established NFL experience. And I'm glad that they did. But you still have offensive tackle where Larnell Coleman and Keon Smith delivered probably two of the most underwhelming performances of any player on the offensive side of the ball from the preseason contest. Then you also have the dynamics of the linebacker position and needing somebody to fit between the tackles. 
So I have up in front of me here, over here on this screen. You can't see it even if you're watching on the YouTube channel. You're just going to have to take my word for it. I have up in front of me the existing players on the market at offensive tackle. Dwayne Brown signed a two-year 11 per contract with the New York Jets at the beginning of this week. He was kind of the hallmark player that was left. He played 98% of the snaps last year for the Seattle Seahawks. He's 37 years old. And that's the challenge that you're going to have with anybody that you choose to add right now. The vast majority were either hurt or they are nearing the end of the line as far as their NFL playing experience. I'm going to read you guys some names. Uh, and with these names, I want you to bear in mind uh, that there are pros and cons to each of them. The first name that is listed is offensive tackle Eric Fisher, former number one overall pick. 31 years old. The contract he most recently played on was $8.3 million per season. I'm not paying anybody $8 million to come in here to play backup offensive tackle. I'm just not. Brandon Shell, offensive tackle, Seattle Seahawks, played 55% of the snaps last year, 30 years old, $4.5 million was the most recent contract that he finished on for on an average per year basis. Probably not a great scheme fit. Mike Remmers, Kansas City Chiefs, played 13% of the snaps last season, 33 years old, $3.3 million. File that name away. Then you have Nate Solder, offensive tackle, New York Giants, played 84% of the snaps last season, $3 million. was the most recent uh, dollar amount. Now, there's been retirement talk kicked around there. So that's your flag there. Sam Tevy, Indianapolis Colts, 28 years old, didn't play any snaps for the Colts last year, $2.5 per. Bobby Massey, right tackle, Denver Broncos, 73% of the snaps, 33 years old, $2.5 million. Jason Peters, 76% of the snaps, 40 years old. Under $2 million for his contract. Jason Spriggs, 8% of snaps, under $1 million. Tyrell Crosby, zero snaps last year, $686,000, 27 years old, was hurt, missed the entirety of the season. I look at this list, right? These are the tackles that are available. Mike Remmers. Bobby Massey and Tyrell Crosby are the three that jump off to me. If Bobby, if Tyrell Crosby is healthy, I think he's the best option. I think there might be some upside there as a player, but he didn't play last year. I think it's a big red flag that he's still not on the roster, and obviously he was in part replaced by the selection of Penny Sewell for the, the Detroit Lions even before he got hurt last year. But if you want a veteran, if you want another veteran swing tackle that's not going to run you a lot of money, Bobby Massey, 33 years old, 74% of snaps last year, $2.5 million. And Mike Remmers only played 13%, 33 years old, around $3 million. If you can find a way to get that 
dollars and cents to add up and make sense. Those are names that I point to as established, experienced NFL players who are at least moderate or reasonable schematic and athletic fits within what the Dolphins want to do. I think Eric Fisher is probably priced out of your range. I, you know, if you could talk Jason Peters into it, great. Jason Peters, uh, the, the Bears kind of uh, snubbed him a little bit as far as they they went out and signed a couple of offensive linemen. It sounds like he's been lingering around hoping he can play. But if you can get Peters on a extreme minimum as a a young or an, an old another older player who serves as an insurance policy and is not going to have to play, but could impress more wisdom within the room, you might get my interest. But if he has to play for an extended period of time, and Jason Peters was good last year, I think you're asking for trouble. Is what you're asking for, 40 years old. For me, it's Remmers, Massey, or Crosby with an asterisk next to Jason Peters' name. Those are the players that if the Dolphins get through this evaluation process and they say, hey, we know Keon Smith's not it. We know Larnell Coleman's not ready. And Greg Little isn't, isn't a viable swing tackle for us. And we need a body. That's my short list. Those are the names that I'm calling. Or you can play some phone calls to see if you can facilitate a trade in any way, shape, or form. I can't guarantee that would happen. But what I can guarantee is Elias Game Plan is the only sports app from the most trusted name in sports stats, Elias Sports Bureau, the official statisticians of U.S. pro sports leagues, including the NFL. Their app lets you access team and player stats, head-to-head team comparisons, and Elias insights from the Elias Sports Bureau's research team. This app really is your one-stop shop for player news, expert game analysis for betting, building your fantasy team, perfect for the preseason. You get player previews to help you craft a winning fantasy team and team previews so you know exactly what to expect when the regular season kicks off. Take my advice. Download the Elias Game Plan app today with new features available all the time. Take your game to the next level. NFL season is right around the corner, so do not wait. The Elias Game Plan app is in the app is in the App Store or Play Store today. And of course, I don't have to tell you about our friends over at Built Bar, who produce the world's greatest tasting protein bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. These things are high in protein, high in fiber. Low in calories, low in sugar. They have 100% chocolate on all of their bars. They're absolutely positively delicious. And right now, you can visit Built.com. Use promo code LOCK15 and save 15% off your next order. That is Built.com. Promo code LOCK15 to save 15% off your next order of the world's most delicious protein bar. So now we have linebackers. We talk corners. The Dolphins already made a decision. We talk swing tackle. We gave a list, a short list of about three names. Linebacker. There are some interesting names here, but the upper echelon of these players is probably going to price you out of what you ideally would like to spend, again, for a depth player. And I think this is the juncture and the intersection that the Dolphins have to negotiate. You don't want to drop significant money, even though you have the cap space, for a depth player that you might not need. 
at the expense of your cap flexibility and having the ability to transition rollover cap and be well positioned for the 2023 offseason. That is the that is the challenge that this team and the riddle that they have to crack. And it's a tightrope effect. And you might wait through waivers and claim somebody else off of waivers. That might be the pathway for you. I don't know. But what I can do is I can look at the available free agents that are on the market at the linebacker position. And we can acknowledge who some of these players are who I think would be viable fits for the role that we are looking for the Dolphins to fill, which is the backup effectively to what you have in Elena Roberts. Because I don't want to put Channing Tindall in that box. He's a lot more than just that player. And as you saw against the Bucks, some of the zone coverage drops that he is taking to pair with the physicality that he has is really exciting. The question is, are you going to put that amount of pressure on a third-round pick right off the jump who's played like 700 snaps the last two years in college football combined? It's a big leap of faith if you put all your eggs in that basket. And that's why I would not be surprised to see the Dolphins slow play this and get a low-dollar investment as compared to signing an established veteran. But if you wanted one, because linebacker depth does concern you in that specific role. You got guys who can run. You got Jerome Baker. You got Channing Tindall. You got Duke Riley. You got Van Ginkle as a hybrid player. You got a bunch of dudes who can run and move in space to varying degrees of success. You got all these safeties that can hit and cover. But if you want somebody who's going to line up and step down in the A-gap and smack the taste out of somebody's mouth, we got a couple options, including Donta Hightower. Uh, Donta Hightower, 58.8% of the snaps, 32 years old. His average, the, his most recent contract's average per year basis was $9 million. I will tell you right now, based on Donta Hightower's aging, he will not touch that dollar amount. But there is still a reasonable chance he's several million dollars for the upcoming season. And that's pretty pricey. Uh, Alexander Johnson, A.J. Johnson, is still out there as well from the Denver Broncos. He is 31 years old. His most recent contract was an average of $3.38 million per season. Uh, that's kind of getting into a competitive window where you feel like you could sign that player. Uh, he's coming off of an injury last year. But this would be a name that I would strongly consider if you come to the conclusion that Channing Tindall needs time or a more limited role as you get started. I don't know that the team will come to that conclusion or not, but if they do, that's the name that I would point to. And that's what I aspired to do today was to explore, hey, three pain points on the roster. Who is available? Well, the Dolphins and the time in which I got ready to sit down and discuss this uh, already answered one of those at corner. But offensive tackle, swing tackle, and linebacker, particularly as a thumper, we got some names of interest and you got some overlap between financially what should be feasible for the team to maintain their cap flexibility and health and not break the bank for depth players. Whether or not they choose to act on any of those or not, that's to be determined. Dolphins, of course, have a preseason game coming up this weekend against the Las Vegas Raiders at Hard Rock Stadium, so plan accordingly. 
We'll make sure we give you all of the coverage and the buildup. Of course, the Dolphins uh, and several NFL teams across the league having cuts throughout the course of the day today as they reduce their rosters. They got to trim up a couple of spots. So we're going to be looking at who those players are who might be of interest to the Dolphins there as well. Tune in, hit subscribe, fins up, keep it locked in right here on Locked on Dolphins. Kyle Krabs, thanks for checking out the show. Make it a great rest of your Tuesday. I'll talk to you guys again tomorrow. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked on NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.